Hello. It's been a while, a short while. Um, I mean, the same while that it normally is, but um, even so, I I missed you guys. Um, I missed what we have together, you know? And, um, yeah, I, I hope you're doing well. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm kind of uh, sort of existing in a weird, um, like, hysteria, like a kind of euphoria. Um, <laughs> I can't quite understand. Um, it's, it's a bit odd, really. Um, I, I, I had a... I think I probably over the past couple of weeks, maybe, yeah, couple of weeks. I I I would probably go as far as saying I was a little down. Um, not really over anything uh, in particular. Um, it just sort of happens, doesn't it? I mean, I I don't know if it happens like in your respective worlds, but. In my um, experience, how how things kind of uh, how things sort of uh, occur is basically as follows. It, it's kind of like um, very slow curvature waves. Um, like if you were to kind of picture it as like a, almost like a bit of a graph, um, with like a straight line in the middle, basically being kind of neutral, I would say they're very gentle, but, um, well, no, they can, they can get quite low and quite high, but it's always pretty slow and it might occur over like, you know, the course of weeks. So the peaks and troughs, in fact, I have an episode of the podcast called Peaks and Troughs. I've probably spoken about this before, but whatever. Um, you know, that was early doors before you probably started listening. But yeah, like the peaks and troughs, you can, I can generally, I can see them coming now, like, and I can, and I sort of understand them more now. So in reality, it almost takes the edge off both of them in a way. Um, it's maybe, maybe not so much as far as like when I'm in a good mood, when I'm feeling great. Um, and sometimes that is just like, I just happen to have a day where things are just really good. Like, um, recently I was, I went to Ramsey now, if you're not familiar with the geography of um, the Isle of Man, the the place with, that I live, um, Ramsey's well. To be honest, I don't even know if Ramsey's really considered that north, but it's very north to me. Um, it's not somewhere I visit very often, but I did, and it was an ama- it was amazing weather. It was a Sunday. I played golf. I played quite well for me anyway, I ate ice cream, I sat outside and I was kind of just like people watching, but because I was in a place where I'm normally not, 
it's it's like fresh people watching. It's like people watching when you're on holiday because um, there's no familiarity. I mean, just to, you know, even just because the places are different, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm just watching people like, uh, you know, emerge from crevices I'm not, you know, previously familiar with. Um, and they they have these slight quirks and mannerisms that just aren't quite the same. And like there was there were people who were like walking past and they were speaking a language I just didn't even I couldn't properly discern. I I could only assume it was sort of like a maybe like a Balkan type thing. Um, but I'm probably wrong thinking about it. Um, could have equally been like Greek. Um, but anyway, uh, like I just loved it. I just had a great time and I was just on this huge high. Um, you know, it was like it had nothing in particular attached to it. It was just a great day. And what was nice is that I think I've, you know, learned to embrace if i if i'm feeling great if i know something is great i've learned to kind of or i'm learning in the process of learning to embrace it a bit more um and i i hope that likewise when i when i know that i'm in a bit of a um like a downward trend or if i'm feeling a little down for whatever reason um I'm not sure as as yet as to whether I can like arrest it and actually stop stop the curve and you know turn things around a little bit. I, I I'm not so sure because it's kind of I don't know about you, but like all of this is easy to say in hindsight. So like knowing now, I can easily kind of pinpoint. Oh yeah, I was like. I was struggling probably for about two weeks there. Like I was just kind of a bit down. Um, but I didn't really notice it or I didn't notice like the scope of it until, you know, now until after it, um, I knew I was feeling down and I guess I kind of know that like, yeah, this happens, like you're going to get there. But, um, yeah, I guess like the next stage would be to kind of be like, okay, so this is happening. You're feeling a little down, but you know that it doesn't, you know, it's almost like your state of mind. Like the same things generally are happening, whether I'm up or down, but it's almost my perception of those things that is kind of creating my overall mood. So yeah. Um, I mean, of course, it helps to have like a lovely day in Ramsey. Um, it helps to have nice weather. Uh, you know, helps to be able to get out for a run um, and things like that. Um, helps to write a bit and, you know, like uh, be able to uh, kind of express myself in a way that perhaps is slightly uh different to the podcast but i do say i think that the podcast is uh like kind of pretty vital to me now 
which is kind of feels so silly because it's like um, not many people listen to the podcast. Um, but I like as much as like I really, really appreciate the fact that even anyone would listen to this podcast, especially people who kind of don't really know who I am, although I suppose now you do know me by by some sort of metric. Like, I don't think if you were to meet me in person, I would be much different to this. Um, perhaps I'm a little more weird in person. I'm not sure. Um, I try and be as weird as possible without, you know, potentially ruining all my street cred on this. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah, the podcast is very useful for, for just being able to, I don't know, speak uh, freely without any particular filter. Although I am, I try not to swear too much. Um, and I, and I think actually as well, what's kind of, I say without a filter, but I do obviously make sure that I won't say anything that would, um, that's like overly offensive or ignorant. I know that I am ignorant, like, because I just am. I think most people are to an extent. It's kind of like most things. We all sort of exist on this sort of spectrum of ignorance and, and uh, you know, all the kind of different things that you can be, I guess. Uh, it's a bit like, you know, being a Sims character, I guess. Um, and, you know, we all have a rating on the ignorance scale. Um, and I guess just over time, you kind of want to be less ignorant, or at least if you're going to be ignorant, kind of be compassionate or nice. So like, what I will say is knowing that this is like a, almost like a, um, kind of like a permanent record, obviously I can delete this and edit it in a way, but I try not to edit this as much as possible. Um, the only big major edits I've done on the podcast is when I've done like a round table and I've like, you know, it's always been editing other people because really like, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want this podcast to be responsible for people like, <laughs> I guess showing their true colors, but you know what I mean? Um, you know, people are drunk and they say things that they don't really mean, I guess. Um, I mean, I've been drunk on the podcast and I can't even remember the things I've said, to be honest. Um, I can imagine like 300 episodes down the line, I'm probably just going to have to start recycling everything I've said. But, um, you know, it is what it is. We'll just get there first, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, I feel good now, though. Um and there's no particular reason, which is why I, you know, I I can kind of pinpoint it to just sort of being um, like this natural progression of this curve, whereby I've existed on the in in the trough for a little bit, and I'm mm, I'm I'm just I think I'm just now I'm kind of pretty much riding the wave. I'm I'm maybe at the peak of. The, uh, oh, excuse me. Sorry. 
I'm at the peak of the peak, I think. Um, and it might last a few days, it might last a week, who knows. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how we get on. It's, oh, it's quarter to 11 p.m., so I don't feel quite so guilty about yawning there. I am sorry, though. I, I, I don't really mean to do it, but I don't know. Maybe it's like a one of those things that just like creeps into a into your sensibilities, like a bit of a quirk, a tick almost, if you will. Um, but yeah, um, you'll notice that I'm kind of speaking with a little more uh, chest voice. Is it chest, stomach? Yeah, chest, I guess. Um, and it's because my house is now empty. So my, my mother has left, my cousin left, my my sister left. I got the order of that completely wrong. My cousin left, my sister left, and my mother left today. So I have the house to myself. Um, and it's it's quite nice in a way because it's been busy. I've been doing a lot of family stuff over the past probably three weeks. Um, lots of eating out, lots of talking, which, and I know this is a podcast, <laughs> like, you know, I do this for free, um, but I don't know, my social batteries were, are, they weren't running low, like I'm kind of, I feel energized now, but like, it's nice that that's a bit bookended in a way. And I can kind of take the next, I think it's, I think my mum is gone for, I don't know, 10 days, maybe. I'm not really going to follow up with her. I'm just going to sort of let her do her thing. I'll send her a message maybe on the weekend and see how she's getting on. Um, And I know that makes me out to be a real, like a not particularly nice guy because like, you know, should I have messaged her this morning and my sister to say, hope your flight went well, blah, blah, blah. Should I have gotten up this morning at quarter to eight to see them off? Um, maybe. Uh, but I didn't. I was tired. I heard them. And I was thinking, you could get up, but you'd have to get up and put some clothes on and you smell and you've got a lot of trapped gas. So I fell back asleep. And I've still got trapped gas. And to be honest, I probably still smell. Um, I'm going to have a shower after I've done this and then go to bed and I'll sleep wonderfully in a quiet house. Even though normally I'm the last person going to sleep, there's just something different about being the only person in the house and only having to kind of deal with you being there. Like you're not, there's no like, I don't know. It's weird. I, I feel quite comfortable being alone in the house in a way. Obviously, I have to sort out the, the blooming cat at some stage. I'll have to get her in as well after after I've had a shower, but that'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, I think kind of this, this period of calm now is kind of welcome, I think. Um, I'm aware of a couple of friends of mine who are who are coming home. So they, they live in the UK as well. And I think they're also coming home a bit over the summer. 
Um, and that's obviously something I really look forward to. It's going to be more social, admittedly, yeah, but that's fine. Um, and yeah, we'll just see how we go with that. But yeah, I feel good and that's nice. So it's taken me 16 minutes to tell you how I just, I, I'm in a good mood. So that's good. Um, as I said, I hope you're doing well. Um, I did, I did want to, uh, I was thinking about talking about Love Island, um, because of course there's kind of two phenomena gripping the sort of the British nation, the British consciousness at large. Um, and it's probably Love Island and the football. Uh, now I've, I've explained my sort of view on football before. Like I, I have spent the best part now of 20 years, um, being very, very much a a football fan, a Liverpool fan, a large portion of it, quite, uh, quite, a, a an invested England fan, um, Less so now. I might get into that. I don't know. Um, and yeah, I so I I understand that football is in the grand scheme of things, it's a leisure activity. It doesn't matter. Um, it's twenty-two uh, individuals looking to put a bag of air in in one rectangle or another. And if it goes in one rectangle, I'm massively happy about that. If it goes in the other rectangle, it ruins my weekend. Um, and (laughs) oddly, I just sort of have to live with that. Um, and we sort of are where we are as far as that goes. Um, now when I, I got into football, I think it, The first game of football I can properly remember is England beat uh, Germany in the World Cup qualifier in 2001. I think it was was either 4 or 5-1. I think it might have been 5-1. But if I'm right, all of the scorers were Liverpool players, possibly even the German goal scorer. I think maybe the German goal scorer was Didi Harman. Not that that matters, but in any case, Michael Owen was basically, he was my hero as a six-year-old kid because he was, at that point, he was in his pomp. He was the best player England had, I think, maybe. He was one of, he was he was, he was the wonder kid. He was a teenager or young at least, and he just scored goals. And me being a six-year-old lad, if you score goals, if you put the ball in the net, you're the one that I like. So. I liked Michael Owen and he played for Liverpool. So I got a Liverpool shirt with Michael Owen on the back and I got an England shirt with Michael Owen on the back as well. Um, I don't know if that was at the same time, but yeah. So um, I think I maybe alternated. I think I got like a Liverpool shirt and then maybe an England shirt. It could have been like a birthday Christmas thing, birthday, Liverpool shirt, Christmas, England shirt. Who knows? Um, but I, you know, I loved football. Michael Owen ended up leaving Liverpool, and that was 
hard to take, but I was still kind of young enough at that point to sort of not fully be heartbroken by that. Liverpool won the Champions, uh, the Champions League in 2005. I would have been in year five at school, which I think puts me at 10 years old at that point. And I remember I, I cried that night because of the football, which is mad, by the way. <laughs> mad that we do that to our children. We allow that to happen and kind of can, you know celebrate it. But that, that happened. So at that stage, I'm, I'm indoctrinated. I mean, that night in 2005, I witnessed, essentially witnessed a miracle. And much like in the way that you get religious zealots who, you know, are just unwavering in their faith and belief, that was probably the thing that solidified it for me, you know, as a Liverpool fan. I was, I watched the whole Champions League run, I remember that year. Um, I remember I was restricted really to only being able to watch uh, the first half because most of the games finished at, at 10 p.m. roughly. So I was only really allowed to watch the first half and it was bed for nine. Um, and what I would do is I would be like uh, in my bed, but fortunately I could like sort of still hear the TV downstairs as my dad watched it. Um, and I could hear like he would kind of, I could tell based on like his reaction to the goals. He's an Everton fan, by the way. So I could tell by his reaction to the goals that um, like what was happening. So that was sort of how I was still kind of cognizant of it. I guess I probably would have like also gone to the toilet a lot between the hour of nine and 10 as well. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> just actually gone to sleep at 10. In any case, I, I was allowed for the final to stay up the whole night and watch it. And what was good of Liverpool was that I was allowed to, um, you know, they, they, they took it to extra time and penalties. So I had an even later night. And I remember I cried with happiness. It was, it was nice. And then from then on, I've basically been lost to the game of uh, football and predominantly Liverpool. And I guess just over those years, it became less and less England and more and more Liverpool as I guess England, there, there started to be less and less of a twinkle in the eye of the English players. They all sort of seemed to, I, I don't want to, I don't want to um, accuse anyone of like not caring because I don't think that's true to be honest. I think they did care, but I think that certain certain factors, probably club rivalry and things like that, and just I don't know, maybe maybe the management as well. Nothing quite felt right. It all felt there was a sort of undertone, a leery undertone. It just didn't quite feel proper. And you never really had any real faith that England could really quite do that well because um, because of this undercurrent it never quite felt like they were a team um, it always felt like they were sort of playing it was a collection of individuals who were then just thrown into this massive pressure cooker and 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 it just was all too much and the media scrutiny was insane um, 
Whereas now, for the first time in a long time, I think, again, no, I don't mean this as a big slight on the older generations of England. I guess it's just, I don't know, the twinkle in the eye is back. It's a group of who appear to be very good, you know, just generally baseline, base level good lads. There is a twinkle in the eye. They there's a degree of sort of social consciousness. Like they they seem to have their hearts in the right place. Marcus Ra- Marcus Rashford, sorry, is you know uh, like an in- an incredibly wise head on young shoulders. Uh, I think Jordan Henderson is a is a is as an admirable fella as well. I think they mostly all are. In fact, I can't really think of any one player in the England squad who isn't kind of a good role model, which I think is nice. Um, I might be wrong, but whatever. It's your opinion. Um, and they all seem to like each other, which is really weird. So, like, so not not only are they setting their differences aside for one tournament only. No, it's almost as if when they go to England, they're happy to see their mates again, and um, it's really rather lovely and wholesome. And um, I think I think it's kind of there's almost. I don't want to say there's something to be learned because it's kind of like what 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 is there to be learned? Make friends, <laughs> um, but it to I guess really, like it doesn't even need to be looked at that deeply. It is just a wholesome, nice thing to watch unfold. You know, they've got to the semi-final, which I think people thought that they had a decent chance, but to be honest, because it's England, I think everyone assumed that something would go wrong and it might well go wrong, but it's almost as if they've won anyway at this stage because they've just been, uh, they've given people something to smile about, something to, you know, gather behind. And um, yeah, ultimately who really cares about who lifts the trophy? Like, I don't care if England really win. What I care about is the fact that, like, I've been out with my mates to watch each game and we've had a nice night and we've had a good chat and we've had a bit of a laugh at, like, the post-match interviews. And, um, yeah. So I think the, the, the football's been really nice and it's kind of it's – been, it's been interesting – because as I say, I've sort of, I wasn't, I've kind of, I'd reached a point where I almost was apathetic towards England, um, especially because I'm kind of not, I don't feel very English. Um, I, I know I'm British, but I'm not English. And I think that kind of does feed into things a bit. Like I feel very much like a Manx person, a person of the Isle of Man. I feel like, you know, I feel like an, an identity, I feel a belonging there. Um, and I, and I, and that to an extent kind of makes me feel somewhat less English. Um, 
as I grow older. Um, and also, I guess, just I don't care as much because I do realize how silly it is, um, just as a, as a concept, I guess. Um, but, yeah, so I guess here's to the... Here's to Gareth Southgate and the boys um, who all seem to be thoroughly decent men. And that's that's just a nice a nice thing to to have now. Um, and you know what? I was gonna rant about Love Island, but I guess we'll 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 leave that for maybe next week or another time where i'm like feeling kind of negative but i can't be bothered like you know drawing out the poison um from within myself to to you know be mean about love island um it's worth saying i'm not planning on being mean about love island i just have some opinions on it um i haven't watched it and i might between now and next week, I might do some research. I might watch. I'm, I'm not going to watch an episode. I might find, like, presumably there's, like, highlights or a YouTube channel, their YouTube channel that I can watch or something to find out, like, what's happening. What does it mean? What do they do? I don't really, really know what they do. Um, they just go in couples and kind of go on from there. So I'll do some. I'll do some research, come back, speak about it, give my opinion but until then because i'm running out of time now i've only got 30 30 minutes um yeah until then though remember to be kind to yourself be kind to other people thank you very much for listening do share it with anyone that you think might enjoy it um and yeah until next week